1: First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson, and it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones had just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately got the handoff. And it's the q Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From
2: the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet one. And it's time for part two of the weekend mailbag. So we bring back our friend who is the host of Pace's Playbook over on our YouTube channel. And of course, a contributor at playlikeajet.com, Kayla Pace. So let's jump right back into the mailbag. Next question comes in from Robert Hurdle. He says, do you consider this draft to be top heavy or more balanced? And does coaching the senior bowl make it more likely that the Jets trade back? I don't think it necessarily makes it more likely that the Jets trade back. I think there might be some players that they end up really liking, but I don't know that the Senior Bowl influences that decision. I think a lot of that's going to come down to what the offers are and who's on the board when the Jets are picking. As far as top-heavy, I think yes and no. I think the top four guys, at least from where I sit at the moment, are Neal, Thibodeau, Hutchinson, and Hamilton, just in terms of straight up talent and then it drops off a little bit but you've got i think a really stacked second round of this draft there's a lot of players that could come in and start day one at a variety of different positions so the very top is a little top heavy the top like four but after that i think it's spread out pretty well there are a lot of players that you can get at the end of that first round and then into the second round that i think can be really good
0: I think as for the senior bowl, um, I don't think it makes them more likely to trade back early on in the draft. I think that would make them more likely to make moves as you get into later rounds. And if there's guys that were impressive still around, then they would kind of know that and be able to make those moves accordingly. Um, But I don't really think that impacts super heavy at the top. Um, As for the top heavy question. Uh, I think I kind of agree with you, Scott, those top four are really going to be like tipping the scales quite a bit there, but um, I think that you're definitely going to be able to get really solid players even at the top of the third round. So um, it seems like the ideal draft to have the kind of capital that the Jets have because There's not going to be like this giant drop off after the first like 40 picks. I think that there's still going to be some really solid guys on the board.
2: Next question comes in from Michael Parsons. He says, what are the goals that you hope the Jets are able to achieve this offseason? Also, do you have any individual goals that you want to accomplish yourself this offseason? So let's start with the first part of this. What do I want the Jets to do this offseason? I want them to add playmakers on offense and playmakers on defense. I know that sounds pretty obvious, but what I would like to see them do is use the draft process. And I outlined this before. To really add those key pieces on defense very early on because I think it's very difficult to get a stud corner and a stud edge rusher after that and then build the foundation. Of the offense after that Because like I said you can get that difference making Tight end, a difference making interior Offensive lineman, a difference Making running back, maybe a receiver So on and so forth So those are the goals that I hope the Jets are able To accomplish in free agency And the draft As far as personal goals, I just hope That I can continue to provide The best possible and most Entertaining coverage I can For people that listen To Play Like a Jet, that watch the YouTube. Two videos that go to jet.com. Those are the only real goals because I can't have any goals that are actually tied to the team. I can't say I hope the Jets are really good so that people listen to the <laughs> podcast more and don't tune out when the team is bad because I have nothing to do with whether or not the team is good. So that would be my answer to that part of the question as far as personal goals.
0: Oh, man, that's funny. Personal goals. Um, well, so I think we've covered a lot of, like, what we want the team to be doing uh, in the offseason. I, I, this is going to sound a little, I guess, overarching, but I do want the Jets to come away with more solid starters on defense because the inexperience definitely hurt them a little bit. And, like, like I went on and on about with the corners especially. They need depth. And if what they have on the roster already are depth pieces at a lot of the positions, then fine. But that means starters need to be in the building if the Jets are going to really start to turn it around and compete for a winning record um, in 2022. Uh, That being said, I also, like I just said, Zach needs more weapons. And that doesn't even necessarily mean like, oh, we need like a, a perfect, like number one receiver. No, like I just want more guys that have the ability to catch which is apparently a little bit harder to find in the NFL than one might think and um that are just going to be playmakers they i mean there there was really a lot of elementary type mistakes for lack of a better term by the Jets offense this season i mean you think about a guy like Denzel Mims who i'm sure will not be around anymore but i mean how many like lining up at the wrong spot guys can can you really deal with on one team like Luckily, it was mostly Mims this year that was causing those problems. And, like, so be it. But I don't want to deal with consistent penalties from the offense of not knowing where they're supposed to be. I'm sick and tired of watching guys get the ball, hitting them in the hands, and not catching it. Um, so, that's really what I'm looking for. I don't even need a true, like, superstar. I just need somebody who's a playmaker out there who can be reliable. Um, and that, that's, I think is the most important. I mean, for me, like the last couple of years, that guy has really been Jamison Crowder, not as much this season, but it's like before you knew if he was going to get the ball, like he was going to catch it, or he was at least going to try to make a play. He was going to be in the right spot. Like the chances were pretty good and, um, more guys like that. I mean, obviously, we all want the superstar to come in and and be a game changer for this offense, but I want Zach to have options. I want him to be able to to make reads and actually have someone open to throw it to, even if he's looking in the right spot. If no one's open, it doesn't really matter. So um, more guys like that. So I would say, sum that up, solid defensive starters, maybe with a little bit more experience, or at the very least, just more skill and then uh, guys on offense who are going to be able to get open and make plays to help aid Zach in his in his growth. Um, as for personal goals, you know, it's it's been a while since Pace's playbook was out there, but now I'm uh, mm-hmm. recovered mostly from surgery. I'm a couple weeks away um, from, from really being done. Um, my face mostly has feeling in it again. So I think I want to put a little more – I want to obviously get it back out there and put a little more – production value into it creates some like consistent graphics that i use you know some stuff like that so scott will have to talk more about that but that's where i see it going
2: i like it I'm sold. Let's do it. And I'm glad you're feeling better, by the way. I've been checking in on you and I've been very happy to hear that you're just about back to 100%. And so we're going to get to see more Pace's playbook videos because I know everybody's been missing those. Unfortunately, we've been looking at Luke's ugly mug mostly doing these videos. So you'll be a nice change of pace there. No pun intended, me using the word pace. King Lampard asks, "When Joe Douglas says the Jets are looking at limiting injuries in off-the-field and preseason scenarios, what can and should the Jets do that is tangible and improves things? What do you think he'll do? For example, will they change the practice turf, have better warm-ups, reduce contact?" and intensity of practice, no first team in preseason games, etc. Yeah, a lot of that stuff could happen. Remember, Sean McVay, who Matt LaFleur worked for and Mike LaFleur obviously knows, and there's that whole circle there. He's very big on not doing anything with the first team players in the preseason because he wants to keep them fresh and not get them hurt, so that could be something. I think they're going to do everything they can to just try to avoid what happened this past year and look it's football it's physical these guys are huge when you have a six foot four 250 pound man trying to smash into somebody on every single play injuries are going to happen but obviously the Jets were killed with injuries this year and so they want to do everything they can to not have that happen again in 2022 and I'm sure they'll look at a variety of different measures to try and make that happen several of them that you already listed.
0: Yeah, hopefully this doesn't make me sound like a conspiracy theorist, because I'm certainly not that, but is the MetLife turf ever going to be a thing that's, like, directly addressed? Because I feel like at this point there's been, like, an overwhelming amount of, like, who knows if it's correlated, but there's a lot of, like, incidents at MetLife. I don't know if that's ever something they're going to address, um, but, like, I mean, I've seen plenty of, like, videos on Twitter and stuff of, like, the turf coming up at the corners when the weather's bad. I don't know if that's something that they would ever plan on addressing or if that's like you know a real thing or just a myth but um i would think that that'd be something that they'd want to look into at this point given how many people have gotten injured on that field
1: step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Alex
2: Arroyo. He says, you're sitting at number four, and these are your options. Kyle Hamilton, George Karloftis, Evan Neal, or trade down. Evan Neal, if he's there at number four, I'm taking him. But let's assume for a second he's not there. My choice is Karloftis or Hamilton. Depending on what I can get for the pick, I would probably move down. Next question Alex asks is, who do you think is the best wide receiver to draft for the Jets? I like trailing Burks a lot. People will point out that his route running is raw and compare him to Denzel Mims, but I don't think the comparison holds. If you watch Burks in this offense, he would be a real interesting weapon because there are elements of Debo Samuel's game That you can use with Traylon Burks And also he has the size To be that big body weapon downfield Sort of like an A.J. Brown So there's a little bit of A.J. Brown in there A little bit of Debo Samuel And I just love that fit in this offense With Corey Davis And especially with Elijah Moore Remember, Elijah Moore and A.J. Brown Very close friends They played together And made a hell of a tandem at all Miss It would be interesting to get a guy Who profiles similarly to A.J. Brown And put him with Elijah Moore or could be your wide receiver tandem For the next 10 years Where do you see the Jets spending big in free agency? It's tough to know Because they have so many holes And Kayla, you and I joked about this before There's just so many different options For them to try and fix this offseason Both in the draft and free agency I'm sure they're going to try and go after some impact players on offense. On defense, I was talking to Luke Grant, the Thunder, from down under about this earlier today. And I think two targets that could be interesting. I'm not sure if the Jets are going to go down this road, but they could. Marcus Williams, the safety for the New Orleans Saints The Jets probably had money budgeted for Marcus May That they probably aren't going to use on him now If May stays It would probably be at a very discounted rate So with that being the case He probably isn't going to stay Unless he just has no options But Marcus Williams If you can get him for around what you would have paid May The 10 to $12 million range Might not be a bad idea Because then you can fill your premium needs in the draft Which is going to be easier to do anyway And Fue Aluakon is interesting Because he was a 6th round pick in 2018 out of Yale Struggled for a little bit Really developed and blossomed in 2020 Under the tutelage of Jeff Olbrick, Who was the linebackers coach for the Falcons at the time And is now of course the defensive coordinator for the Jets And Foye Oluokon Even though he had a couple of shaky games And pass coverage to say the least last year Had 192 tackles Which is 7th most of all time And led the league So he could really help out As an off-ball linebacker I don't know what the price is going to be That's the question there But Marcus Williams and Foye Aluakon I think are two possibilities Allen Robinson could be one I talked to Andy Vasquez about this And we were saying that Allen Robinson Obviously is familiar with Salah From their days together in Jacksonville Plus they're both from Detroit So they probably bonded over that Robinson's coming off a bad year The Jets could use help at wide receiver Maybe the stars align there That could happen. Brandon Scherf, I know he's 30 years old, but Joe Douglas, I'm sure, loves him because he's one of the best guards in the league. Douglas is big on offensive line. It looks like Scherf is trying to get out of Washington. I don't know if they're going to franchise tag him again because then they'd have to pay him an absurd amount of money. So he's somebody they might be able to spend on. A lot of options here. The Jets have a ton of money. As I say every offseason, if they get one or two of the guys that you want, consider that a win. Last year they got Corey Davis and Carl Lawson. Didn't quite work out the way we were hoping for, but those were the two big ticket items. If the Jets can get two more big ticket items this offseason, that's a reasonable goal. So maybe one or two of those guys end up in Jet Green. There are a bunch of others, but again, we're going to see guys re-sign before free agency and get franchise tagged. So it's kind of hard to say right now
0: once again, Scott, I'm going to agree with you. It's easy to take Neil at four. He'd be my number one choice there. um, If that is what is on the board with Neil Neil Karloftis and Hamilton. Um, I think that trading back is definitely a good option. Like we talked about earlier, if in my ideal scenario for trading back one of these picks, we come away with a receiver, a corner and an edge player, uh, for me, that would be perfect. Um, and then take obviously go in tight end in the second round. Yeah, so once again, I'm going to have to agree with you on the wide receiver. Um, you know, me personally, I really like Jameson Williams and Jahan Dotson as players. They've been my favorite to watch in college football. And I think they'll both be great NFL players. Obviously, the Jameson Williams situation with his injury in the national championship game, really unfortunate and to be honest, if it drops him low enough, I don't think that it'll have like a super significant impact on his draft stock. I think he's that solid of a player and, you know, a lot of players come back pretty well from ACLs these days. Um, but if he that does drop him low enough and the Jets end up trading back, that could be a great late first round pickup for them. Um, but that being said, your argument on Traylon Burks and, and why he would fit in with the Jets offense, there's really no denying it. Like you said about how he's similar to A.J. Brown, um, flashes a Debo Samuel. You know I love Debo Samuel because obviously I'm like the biggest homer in the world for the Gamecocks. Um, but yeah, so I think that the way he would fit in with the offense and the way he'd pair with the guys that the Jets have – makes a lot of sense um i mean i watched him a lot this year as well Draylon burks great player great player i and that scheme fit the jets would be a great spot for him um and then also we'll cut to the spending question um i think that whatever high impact free agents the jets can get to come to new york are the ones they should be spending money on because i still think like i mean i remember last year Um, when Joe Tooney, everyone wanted him to come to the Jets, everyone was like, oh, back up the Brinks truck. And I felt the same way about it. Great player. That being said, I still don't think the Jets are quite at the point where it's a destination that players want to play at yet. I think maybe they're one season away if they can get this offseason right. But I think that if you could get a high-impact player that's looking to be a part of the Jets – Um, And, you know, CJ Mosley did that whole talk about, oh, I'm recruiting. And if you're afraid to lose, like, don't come here. Like all jokes aside about that statement and how he was like, he was exciting to listen to. And he was hyping people up about getting the Jets, uh, getting players to come to New York. I still think that you're going to run into plenty of guys who don't want to lose. And I think you're still at least a season away from having to worry about like losing a, a decent amount of close games or still getting blown out sometimes. like Those things are all still very much on the table because it's still it'll still be a young team regardless of what happens this offseason. So um, that is still on the table. I still think that you're going to have some trouble getting the high-profile, very popular free agents to come to the Jets. So whoever you can get to fill a hole on the roster that wants to come play in New York and be a Jet, I think those are the people that you go after. And the rest of it, you draft. And I I still think, especially heading into this offseason, I am higher on getting your most impactful guys from this draft um, simply because of where they stand on the grand scheme of the league and free agency as a quote-unquote destination. I think that, like I said, they're still a year away from that where players are like, you know, who's cooking up something really good? The Jets. So, um, take who you can get, fill the rest of the holes in the drafts and, uh, see how this year's plays out.
2: That's going to wrap up part two of the mailbag. Follow Kayla on Twitter at KP underscore on underscore TV. Make sure you check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like A Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some great videos up there taking a look at Dalton Schultz, who could be a Jets target, free agency at tight end. Speaking of tight end, he's got a great video up there of Trey McBride, the tight end out of Colorado State, and what he thinks McBride could do for the Jets offense if the Jets were to draft him. He's got a video up reviewing Zach Wilson's most recent performance against the Buffalo Bills and breaking down how he went from being a turnover-prone quarterback to a turnover-free quarterback. That's all on our YouTube channel right now, so check out those videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store at tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the John Franklin Myers Quinn Williams Bless You Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, mugs, hoodies, caps. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's tee And make sure you give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play it
1: is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper
0: laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh
1: ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary for prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
0: with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere